0: Welcome to Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage, the show that gives you a chance to hang with today's top contemporary jazz artists. I'm your host, Carl Brown. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage. Today's guest is one of the freshest voices on the contemporary jazz scene. She's a singer. She's a keyboardist. She's a car enthusiast, which we'll get into a little bit later. She comes from a musical family and she's been honing her craft since around the 2013-2014 time frame when the iconic Prince saw her on a YouTube video and even invited her to perform for him at Paisley Park. Welcome to the show, someone who we believe is undoubtedly a global superstar in the making, the incredible Candace Springs. Candace, thank you for joining us today. Hi, how are you? We are doing great. How about yourself? doing good. good thanks for having me absolutely this is awesome we're excited to have you here today so you performed for prince after he saw you on a youtube video what, what? <laughs> uh uh-huh. was, was that mind-blowing or what oh you don't even know i still have to process if it even happened. Uh-huh. but
1: uh yeah uh uh-huh. my goodness it was pretty a pretty amazing experience something i'll always cherish the rest of my life. It was so random, too. (laughs) Uh The funny thing is, here's the other thing is we made a video specifically for him, too, but it was real hard. You know, it's hard. You can't just call Prince and be like, hey, watch My video. So when he did reach out, we sent him that video and it, it was uh, the beautiful ones that oh, <laughs> and after yeah. he saw. Yeah. And it moved him, he said. and He said it brought a tear to his eye and he said, come on up and play the band. So something I'll never forget. It's yeah. another inside story. I don't tell people much.
0: Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. Wow. How serendipitous of you guys, though, to make that video, not knowing you'd have that opportunity to uh, uh-huh. <laughs> connect with Prince. And then that's the thing that moves him to tears and makes him say, hey, come on, I want you to play with us. So, yep. That, yep. that did you know? I'm so grateful. Yeah, I, I can imagine. I can imagine. Did you kind of feel like after that that hey, I, maybe I'm on my way now?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> my goodness, all the lessons that my parents would take me to is it like, it's all paying off for this moment. <laughs> to, yeah. to meet the purple one. You no, know, he's he's just amazing. So
0: yeah. Do you remember what you performed?
1: Yeah. The crazy thing is, we we came in to Paisley Park and his new Power Generation Quartet was playing uh, meet me in the sky already just okay playing it and he was like up there in rehearse so I just started. So we played that some of the stuff on my own like first ep and i played with prince on stage with his female band you know um third eye girl okay. we played first first time ever i saw your face
0: oh cool cool that's a great song yeah it's a song that you've gone, gone on and, and remade as well right
1: uh huh. Yep.
0: Yeah. So you grew up in a musical household. What What was it like growing up in a musical household? I understand your dad was a pretty well-known musician around the Nashville area.
1: He, yep, he sure is. And um, he had a stroke in 2017, but he's still well-known. Everybody always asks about him all the okay. time. He still sings a little bit. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. so he got me into music real early on. And had us listen to good music and kind of come up on stage with him, with his band. and You know, just yeah. so get the feel of the the live vibe.
0: Yeah, so you were you were comfortable on stage from an early age then?
1: A little bit, like I felt confident. You know, you get nervous, but sure. I just felt natural. You know, good, good,
0: good. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So tell me, what was what what kind of music was playing at your house back in the day when you were growing up?
1: I remember my dad always playing Nina Simone. Uh-huh. That was Nina, Nina, Nina. So I remember I put a spell on you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, we'd be just i'd be like who is this dad he's like this is nina simone so you know the rest speaks for itself but i'm highly influenced by her and the way she plays i didn't realize she was playing a piano and the more i you know dug into her she's just one of my all-time favorites so her i'd say um ava cassidy is another one luther vandross yeah and, yeah. and uh my mom be playing like bonnie Raitt to dusty springfield you know all the pop stuff uh, celine dion but yeah Aretha and all the you know the greats. Yeah, so got good music early on.
0: Clearly, clearly you did, and and diverse music too. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I think that's one of the things I can tell from your. I'm not surprised to hear that because when you listen to your music, you know it's 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 really diverse, right? It's not a single lane. You know the there's some of your songs that have a more straight line jazz feel some songs more contemporary some songs Mm -hmm. have a little pop influence and so that's pretty cool and it's pretty nice to be able i suppose that all of those influences have impacted the musician you are today
1: that's right for sure for sure
0: Good, 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 good. Well, let's let's listen to you referencing Nina Simone. Let's go ahead and we'll take a listen to "I Put a Spell on You." This is off of Candace's latest release called "The Women Who Raised Me," and we'll talk about that that release in a little bit. But let's listen to it first. Mm-hmm.
2: Put a spell on you, cause your mind did, You better stop the things you do i stayed it because you put me down.
0: All right, that was Candace Springs with I Put a Spell on You. So Candace, on your latest release entitled The Women Who Raised Me, you pay homage to some of your musical influences. Um, how'd you go about choosing the songs for that project?
1: that, that was a tough process because there's still more that yeah. we would love to, you know, put it out, but really the main ones that cling to is obviously Nina Simone is one of them Ella Fitzgerald Nora Jones is a big influence too and Roberta Flack Dusty Springfield Bonnie Mm -hmm. Ray I mentioned earlier and Sarah (laughs) Vaughn the list goes on can't can't get them all Sade Lauren Hill Mm -hmm. yeah there's there's so many great
0: singers out there and and you've picked some of the some of the best of the best there
1: well, thank you. I, <laughs> yeah. I thank them though. So that, that's what this tribute was for, and just I took bits and pieces of you know some of the way they portray their voice and you no, know, I see music in colors. So okay, like, like I picture beautiful, I don't know images when I hear their voices or tones, stuff like that. I, I'm also an artist, I paint, huh. and so you know
0: it's it's kind of it
1: all connects. It's yeah. like an an energy that you can't explain. It's like a beautiful energy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting that you say you see music in colors and that Mm -hmm. you paint tell tell us about the artwork that you do what kind of artwork are you into
1: uh everything so actually what it's so crazy at one point i was going to go when i was coming to a pivotal point in my life i was going to go to school for either maybe music or i have an extreme interest in cars as well i was going to actually go for automotive design since there's a lot of females in that line of work (laughs) currently you know coming up and going so I draw I do cars and, but well, I can do I draw anything. I can paint anything, pianos, huh. anything. I painted a, a picture of Prince too. That was another one that we wow. did and in the video I mentioned earlier. It was me drawing a picture of one of his famous profile pics, and
0: okay.
1: he ended up that picture is actually hanging in Paisley Park now. So that's wow. some of my artwork that was done for him at one point. So it, just a little of everything: people, landscapes, cars, everything.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like you're <laughs> yeah. pretty, pretty well rounded from an art standpoint. Do you find that you're, uh, you know, you talked about seeing music in colors. Do you find that mm-hmm. your art positively impacts your music and vice versa?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's all connected for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I Good. see jazz, especially jazz. It's like a full, what do you call it? A huge palette of like every color you can think of. I mean, you can just mix it and, you know, chord changes, like get nice cluster chords. It's all kind of like, art. Like <laughs> If that makes any sense yeah. to yeah. the musicians out there. And you paint a picture with the sounds and the, the yeah. tones that come out and the pitches. each instrument makes its own like vibrations that mm-hmm. make a different shade. So that's how I see music.
0: Yeah, I think and I think as for listeners too, I know sometimes myself, like I I like sometimes to listen with my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as yes. I listen with my eyes closed, the song will take me to different places in my mind, right? And yes. so I think you're right. I think not only for you guys as musicians, for but for us as the listeners of music, music does have that ability to paint to paint different pictures, if you will, in the minds of the that's listeners right. and, the, and and the, yes. and those of you creating it. So that's a pretty cool thing. So let's talk a little bit about cars. So, <laughs> how did you develop this love of cars?
1: Well, my dad gave me a matchbox car when i was about three years old i remember picking it out at kmart <laughs> of mm-hmm. all places. i still have that car to this day wow i'm 32 and my mom gave me like a barbie just like oh maybe maybe she'll like barbies i don't even know what happened to that barbie i think i remember <laughs> we cut the hair off i think my sisters and i drew like a mustache on it just being silly and, uh-huh. and I, who knows what happened to it so i still have that car today and wow I I don't know what it is. Cars are like art too, as well. I was going to go for automotive design because like, I love drawing the bodies of cars and the exterior and the paint and all that. Okay. So that's another thing. And a side hobby now, but I've gotten into classic cars. I collect them. I have um, several vehicles now. You like, do. I don't want
0: to know. Oh, what's on Oh, you don't want to know. What's on the list? Got, like, Give us a couple.
1: I think I probably have 16 or 17 rides wow, right now. No kidding. <laughs> too many, but most of them are classic. So, you know, there's this, they, they appreciate with time. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. It's funny um, you say that. I was talking to a friend the other day about buying a new car, and my friend is a financial advisor, and he said to me, he said, don't buy a yep. new car, buy a classic a car classic. because it will appreciate. And so That's right. I'm on the hunt right now for a 1987 Monte Carlo SS with t T-top.
1: Ooh, I just saw one of those come up too. Did you? Oh, and it was black. Yes. Check yep. marketplace, man.
0: <laughs> I will. I will. Yes. That was I'm a the, car the I loved. Queen. I loved that car. I wanted I, when I bought my first new car, I went to a car dealer who was a friend of the family, and uh-huh. I wanted to try to buy that car. He refused to sell it to me because he said if he sold it to me, my parents would kill him. So I, oh my ended, goodness. I ended up with a red Chevy Lumina instead, but that's another okay. story. So that's another story. Those are cool though. They're getting hard to find uh, yeah, as well. I are. think those will
1: be a little gem over yeah. time. Could be. Yep.
0: Could be. So yeah. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. that you, and how did you say 13 cars or did you own cars? 16. 16 cars. And a half. Okay. <laughs> Cause
1: we're flipping one of them and we're, me and my friend are half on it. So, <laughs>
0: okay. So, but yeah. Um, so you restore my, as well. I do. Yep.
1: Yeah. Wow. If you look at my Facebook or um, what do you call it? uh instagram i have a, a 59 chevy apache pickup that i did it's um you'll you see the before and afters and i have a 66 mustang you'll see some before and afters as well it's got the 289 the uh-huh. three speed manual and i have a 69 firebird a 66 cutlass supreme no 69 cutlass supreme wow. a 70 cutlass supreme a 1930 three window universal a t bucket with a 454 big block in it it's it's a bad boy huh. <laughs> If you look, you'll see I have pictures of some of these up there and then I have like a Dodge Viper, S R T wow. ten, a Corvette C seven, some other stuff. Dodge D uh, what is that? No, Ford F two fifty diesel turbo okay. diesel.
0: Okay. So how Deep do you Wrangler how, how do you <laughs> and just, a Humvee? How, how do you uh, and a Humvee? Wow. Yeah,
1: real military Humvee. It's my favorite probably. Wow. Honestly. How do you decide yep. what to drive on any given day? <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes whatever has gas in it. <laughs> Honestly, man, you don't want to have to spend a gas.
0: Good lord! I can imagine. But,
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's that would pretty much sum it up. Or whatever has AC if it's real hot.
0: Okay, gotcha. Is yeah. there is there a car you've always wanted but you haven't gotten yet?
1: Yeah, oh, always. Yeah. Um, one being, and Herbie Hancock has one. I talked to him, and of all places, we were in Finland, and he was bragging about his uh, AC Cobra, like uh-huh. originally bought it. Woo. Beautiful. That's one of my favorites. And a, um, you know, a turbo Supra, the, I believe it's the third or fourth gen.
0: Okay. Okay. Everybody wants, you know, the one on fast and furious everybody wants. Yeah. 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 So you plan on so, treating yourself to, to any of those? Uh, we'll see. I've got yeah. so
1: many, I don't need them, but if I can find a deal,
0: maybe gotcha. Gotcha. we'll see. I'll sell some. <laughs> so it's a good thing that your career is going the way that your career is going, because I think you're going to need bigger and bigger garage space.
1: Yeah, that's the next plan. I'm hoping within <laughs> the next year to find something, you know, yeah. or keep keep my eye or build.
0: Good. So, so yeah. you're a Nashville native, right? I am, born and raised. You still call Nashville home?
1: Uh huh, for sure. sure. Yep, I love it here.
0: What is it? What is it that you love most about your city?
1: All my family's here, pretty much, but also the food is great mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Um, the music scene is cool. Just people, are just really sweet and down to earth for the most part. I yeah. mean, you get a bad apple in every patch, but that's one of the biggest reasons for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. How much time do you have to spend away from Nashville, um, making music, creating music, and touring?
1: It depends. The pandemic has obviously pulled that back a bit, mm-hmm. but stuff is starting to fill back up quick. Cause like booking more stuff left and right. I'm almost like I'm enjoying the time off. Almost yeah. like. Pushing, pushing some gigs away at this point because okay. I'm like I like to be home I'm such a homebody yeah but yeah we gotta go out there and make music still
3: so. <laughs>
0: sure sure now when you're making music like is there a is there a part of the process you enjoy more than other parts of the process or you know is it you love being in your studio working with your bandmates or you love touring more or is it you love them all hmm that's a good question
1: I, I love them all there's fun parts of each and there's always not fun parts mm-hmm. um you ask what's my favorite part of yeah. making music yeah. favorite part is hmm laying the tracks down that's my okay. favorite part like okay. when you're you know when you got their song and like they push record and it's like here we go yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like the show like all, all touring I, when you start performing that moment start playing mm-hmm. just performing that's really it yeah yeah um yeah for sure
0: before you start performing, when, you, when you're when you doing gigs, like is there is there a pre-show routine that you have or a day of show routine that you typically have? To make sure I eat because
1: mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I start, if I'm hungry, I get hangry. Ooh, I know some <laughs> folks out there can feel that same thing. <laughs> but some of my other band members, like they star themselves until the end of the show because they don't want to eat okay. before. So everybody's so different. <laughs> if yeah. I, I have
0: to eat. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. And um,
1: I'll drink a coffee before the show too. Okay. Yeah, I,
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So no, no other, uh, no other superstitions or anything like that, huh?
1: <laughs> Not really. You know, do vocal warm ups, and if there's a piano in the back room or backstage, I'll be, you know, I'll be pounding that to get my hands warm, stuff yeah. like that. And we'll just be cracking jokes half the time. It's good. full chill back there. Good. Yeah. Good, good. Good. Always have a good time.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So it's, I, I assume a lot of natural energy released on the show when you're when you hit the stage, huh?
1: definitely yeah oh yeah yeah it's such a great feeling
0: yeah how do you interact with the crowds when you're doing a live show like do you feed off of them do you are you watching them for cues or
1: a little of both yeah you listening and watching all of that i like the one thing at the end of our show we love to do is we'll put it like at last or something like uh-huh. a finale we'll probably do it at the festival here coming up good and we'll like the girls especially me and the girls in the band will feed off each other and just crack jokes and people just eat it. It's so funny. They are hilarious. Cool. So, yeah, we'll like do like riffing contests. Like uh-huh. ah, oh yeah, you want to try that one? I got you. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I got you, ah, you know let's keep right. going. <laughs> and then we'll we'll sometimes hold the mic out to the crowd and uh-huh. somebody out in the crowd will start singing and we'll be like, oh ah, that is cool. And then it is fall over and they all start you know competing against each other. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's, like, it's, a, it's a great time.
0: It sounds like it's a great time. It sounds like a great uh-huh. way to get, get the crowd into the show and you guys just let loose and have a little fun, let the crowd join you. I think that's one of the things that, that makes some artists stand out is like, you know, th- those memorable moments from a show, you know, because you don't yep. always get that. And that I think that um, that spontaneity is pretty cool, too.
1: Yes. I always tell people if you come see our show you're going to laugh and you're going to get a cry. You're going to go good. home just wow, feeling everything.
0: Wow, now see now I'm looking forward to inspired it everything. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Yes, sir. Yeah, so you recently you recently I got a chance to see you um perform. You did a benefit for a group called People Loving Nashville. Yes. And are you is that an organization that you're involved with regularly or
1: not as regularly um i actually they're helping some folks out i don't know if you heard about the horrible flood in waverly they're all on that yeah. now. that happened that hit here just recently it's so random such a tragedy but yeah. they're all in on that um they're great at We yeah the tornadoes man mm-hmm. we get some crazy weather here so yeah um i partnered with ford and them and they've they they asked ford asked like who can we partner with that's you know making big moves in Nashville that yeah. would be a great impact so we end up choosing them for sure yeah. they're, they're, they're just amazing
0: are there other organizations like that that you do work for to give back to your community or
1: um not as much but there is a um jazz workshop that you know I do stuff for now that oh, cool. they gave to, it's pretty cool it's like a class performing center uh-huh in Nashville that first place I went to, I was like 16 or something like that. And they gave me all my influence from Ella Fitzgerald and wow. taught me how to sing and perform and stuff. So now I give back to them and we can, And we have a show coming up in, a little bit right after your festival that we'll be doing okay. with them. They were raising money to keep jazz alive in Nashville. So that's something I'm involved with.
0: Fantastic. I think there's a misnomer about Nashville. I think of course, Nashville has such is so deeply rooted in country mm-hmm. music. Yep. But I don't think people <laughs> understand that Nashville is a music town, period, right? Yep. Not just that's country right. music. I was I was there not too long ago and you're talking about the jazz workshop and I'm a little bit familiar with that. I get information about that fairly regularly. But we were there on vacation not long ago and found the the fairly new museum National Museum of African American Music
1: yes yes yep
0: which is an absolutely phenomenal place in nashville and i'll tell you i we went in our we went there our last day of vacation and i told my family i said boy had i known about this place at the beginning of the vacation i would have come here every day it was just that powerful so yeah yeah nashville is a great place for just music in general and i i've seen a lot of a lot of influences by a lot of younger i think you represent um this group as well a lot of younger people who come to nashville with very different or are from nashville in your case but have so many different skills do you find yourself is it an easy place to find people who share your musical sensibilities or
1: um there i mean if you go downtown most most people can just pick up a guitar and outplay the next guy
0: okay (laughs) okay
1: it seems like and everybody can write a hit so yeah <laughs> yeah I, I get kind of intimidated sometimes huh. so i stuck out like a sore thumb back in the day though before you know I getting a you know record deal at one point this is way you know back when when i was parking cars as a valet attendant okay so i'd be super into- intimidated by all these amazing musicians so but i feel really honored to be where we are now yeah. amongst all these amazing people so it's Awesome! Yeah.
0: Good. Good. Well, let's take a listen to some more of your music. Uh, Why don't we play Angel Eyes? Uh, This is another one from from your latest release. This is Candace Springs with Angel Eyes.
3: Try to think not around, still it's uncomfortably near, my old heart ain't gaining no ground, because my angel
2: I say that my love is misspent, misspent with angel light.
0: Candace Springs with Angel Eyes off of her The Women Who Raised Me project. Featuring Nora
1: Jones. Featuring
0: Nora Jones. And are you I think you and Nora are Nora are buddies? Is that is that true? Did I read that right?
1: That's right, yeah. yeah. I'm like obsessed with her, so I, I just love her voice.
0: How'd you guys become friends?
1: Man, it was a little bit after I got Silent Blue Note. Uh-huh. Oh man, like eight years ago. It's been a while. Um, And her... One of her managers kind of linked us, but I, I just was acquainted with her at the time, but I ran into her at the national airport in all places huh. in the bathroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was, just, she just got done doing a show at Willie Nelson and I was doing something with the winter jazz fest in New York city. Okay. And I guess we all had to make a pit stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> running. And I saw her. I was like, there's this really pretty girl walking out of the bathroom. Hold on. Whoa. And she like locked eyes with me. I was like, "Who?" no way that can't be And uh-huh. she goes Candace and I'm like Nora <laughs> 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 we run up and give each other a hug and it's pretty awesome and we exchange numbers and a text there is like well I'm making an album tribute to all these women I grew up listening to and you're one of obviously one of the biggest ones so yeah she was like I'd be honored to you so we brainstormed and came up with the angel eyes because we both love Ella Fitzgerald yeah and so that's the story with that
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Do you like yeah. collaborating with other artists?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially like, whoo, playing with her was amazing. It's just really cool to see someone else play the piano and sing kind of similarly to what I do. Because, you know, most times, I don't know, you just don't see it as often, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, in the jazz
0: world or, or
1: they're out there, but I just don't, haven't had a chance to connect with many of them.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: So, yeah.
0: Are there, are there, is there, are there a couple of artists that you're like, man, I would really, really, love, haven't had a chance to work with them yet, but I'd love to work with them.
1: Yes, Diana Krull. All want right. gonna work with her and um I might be reaching a little far, but Stevie Wonder would be oh. a dream.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You and you and Stevie, or that Alicia. would be something. Oh yeah, you Woo! and Alicia, that would be something too. Wow. Yes. Ooh. I hope yeah. you make those things happen and let us know when you do.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. We'll try.
0: Absolutely. So so we do this little segment uh, on every show, Candace. We like to have a little bit of fun, and we do this segment that we call Bout It or Doubt It." Okay. Okay. So if it, if you're about it, it's something that you like. If you doubt it, something that you're not quite <laughs> feeling. Okay. Are okay. Are you, you interested in playing? In playing. In playing the game. About this it. Or whole, doubt the it? game. Oh, I, uh-huh. I was about to say doubt it or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> like, okay. Is that the first
1: question? I was like, oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure.
0: Let's All do right, it. All right. Let's do it. If you buy the Get them up. Get them up. I mean you buy the, buy the. I I doubt it's 99, it's
3: 99.
0: It's it. So so what we're gonna do, Candace, is we're gonna spin the wheel. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm gonna give you a category when the wheel stops. And your category okay. today is travel and leisure. Alright? Alright. About it or doubt it, beach vacations. About it, yeah, mm-hmm. chill. Like to oh, chill yeah. on the
1: beach. Oh, yeah, about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, where was the last cool beach vacation you had? Where'd you go?
1: Well, actually, I just got back from um, well, we did a, a, some shows in Seattle and then Cal, um, San Jose, and so okay. we, we took a trip and saw Yosemite and Sequoia oh, cool. National Forest, and then hung out at my homegirl's place in Long Beach. So, that's where the last place I was.
0: Good, good, and for you, what is beach vacation like is it a good book and uh is it some good music is it a is it a margarita at sunset what's it like for you
1: <laughs> all of it is just you know stick my feet in there or yeah. take a swim if like if it's not too cold but just chill out in the sun it's just beautiful cool scenery
0: cool 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 yeah i love beach vacations We haven't had one in a long time but really like them so i think it's time to have one of those all right let's do one more uh, yeah. let's do one more all right okay traveling by train about it or doubt it
1: oh lord honestly doubt it yeah okay okay oh man um you want i'm assuming you want the reason yeah (laughs) okay so it's cool but i'm much more i like to drive i'd much Uh rather ride in a car okay um i've never been a huge fan of trains i just get i don't know i just feel uh huh. I don't just never been into. It. I'm such a country girl.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I'm
1: out here in the, out in your country. We we'll always drive or we'll fly. You know, if we have gotcha. to. but I'll I'll take a train if I have to. I always get confused and lost in the train terminals too. I'm like, which one am I going to? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. that person. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah.
0: So if you have gigs <laughs> that are within, like, do you have like a like I know well, Milwaukee's like a 10 hour drive from Nashville. So when you come here, I yeah. would expect you'd fly, but. Oh, yeah. Do you like, do you like if you, you've you got a gig four or five hours away, is that something you might consider driving to? Or you usually? Oh, go? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. We do that. And my, my manager, Carl, he loves to drive too. So me and him will split the drive up. And okay. sometimes our band members are like, we'll drive. So that's you just, cool. You get more control. You can put more stops, get food, or yeah. get on the way and just make your way over, take time, sleep in. Yeah. Yep.
0: That's cool. Good, good, good. All right. So, yep. so, I mean, you've, you've really had a fantastic, beginning to your career like you've had multiple albums that you've put out now um all of which have had some considerable critical acclaim as well as radio play and you're becoming one of those artists that is regularly seen on the touring scene so your career is going, in. A, it seems like it's going in a pretty good trajectory, but where where do you want it to be in, say, three years from now? Where What do you want your career to look like then?
1: Well, first of all, thank you, and yeah. um, uh, we'll just see where life goes. Uh-huh. just don't know where things are going to go, but um, I absolutely love doing festivals. It's probably my favorite. Okay. So I'm honored to get to perform with you guys. That's probably great. my favorite thing. <laughs> They're great. And um, just those, I'd be just happy just doing those, and yeah. Um, wherever life takes us really that's uh-huh. like, like i said so
0: Good. i just like to perform yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and connect with people and create timeless music keeping jazz alive and mm-hmm. writing new stuff and i'm hoping to put another album out i have another album that i made with my father years ago before oh, wow. any of this that i'm working on possibly releasing as well and okay. it's kind of under the table right now sure <laughs> Yeah, we would love to. We might perform some perform some a song or two from that as well for you oh, guys. Oh, that'd be great. That'd we'll be see. Great.
0: So yeah. how how do you go about when you're doing a show? How do you go about determining what's going to be on that playlist?
1: You, you mean like on a set list for mm-hmm. the on your before? set list? Yeah. Uh
0: huh.
1: We it's so funny. My I, I mentioned earlier, my manager's name is Carl, and now he's he's so into like the live show. He, he's so helpful, and what he'll do is he'll write every song out on a piece of paper and cut them into like little each song into its own little strip okay paper strip and we'll just arrange them like a jenga on the floor or whatever uh, i don't know if that makes sense it so, does sure It <laughs> does. a puzzle piece i'll we'll say we'll do this one and this one this one but we only have 75 minutes tonight or we have 120 minutes tonight so we should add this so you should do that one. you do the solo here we just sit there and kind of brainstorm it out and then we'll get it printed out so. okay okay, okay. <laughs> it's actually a whole like this a whole thing that we do
0: well, see, I I, I, uh, I have been, as a, I'm going I'm to tell on myself, so as a promoter of shows, uh-huh. I have been, my wife, my wife used to manage the House of Blues in Chicago, so I okay. worked with a lot of artists, right? And That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. And the first time I promoted a show, I had thoughts of songs that I really was hoping the artist would play, you know, and I was like, I okay. said to my wife, well, I wonder if I can ask them to play, li- play this during the show. And she's like, no, don't ever ask. Don't ever ask them to put something on their set list for a show, you
1: know. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Well, I'm not offended if you ask. So okay. sometimes we were like, "Oh
0: yeah, no problem, man." We
1: didn't realize you all wanted to hear that one. Sometimes that's the case. So sometimes I'm like, "Oh Lord, I don't want to play that."
0: <laughs> well, since, since you since you said you wouldn't be offended, I'd love to hear. Thought it would be easier when you're in Milwaukee. So
1: we just talked about that. We haven't played that one so long, yeah. and we we're just talking. We need to we need to raise that one from the dead again okay. and play it. All Cause right. it's been some time. I would love to. I'll look into that for you. Awesome, for awesome, sure, man. Awesome. I'd love to do that.
0: And I'm gonna tell my wife you said it was okay for me to do that
1: oh yeah <laughs> give you all the love boy.
0: i appreciate that uh-huh so if there was i think i might have an inkling as to who this might be but i'm gonna ask the question anyway if there was okay. any musician living or, or deceased that you could spend a day with who would it be
1: oh no that's too many oh, i've got too many okay oh man living or dead Ugh. Nina's definitely one of them yeah uh Figured luther is one Okay. I love me some Luther Vandross. I need to give him more brain than I do. Woo, yeah. he's so good. Uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> That's my boy. Hmm. Ella Fitzgerald. I don't know if I can just give you a list.
0: Yeah, you can. Sh- yeah, you can.
1: Sade, Roberta Flack, obviously. um I mentioned some earlier, like Stevie and yeah. Diana and Alicia, but that are alive. Nina might be the first one because I just like to learn from her, like the way she plays. She plays. I also played classical piano a little bit, and she played jazz, classical, rock, everything. She's just so polished. She was so polished at all of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. So that, cool, cool, that cool. might be my pick.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So you mentioned a little bit about um, one of the things you're working on is uh, possibility of something that you did with um, um, releasing something that you worked on with your father. What else do you have working? Yeah. on, have have kind of in the works these days.
3: Hmm.
1: We were talking about doing a Women Who Raised Me, like, volume two. Oh, cool. Because there's more music. Yeah. You know it. hmm Yeah. For, like, I mentioned, so since we didn't have enough room, do one for Sarah Vaughn, mm-hmm. Ava Cassidy. Um, woo, list goes on. Alicia was one as well. And, yeah. <laughs> okay. And then maybe one, like, a Duke Ellington series as well, because that's one of my favorite stuff. Oh, yeah. Just do a bunch of songs that he did, kind of like Ella did back in the day, and, like yeah. our own version of that. Mm-hmm. that
2: Some would ideas. Be fun.
0: That would be a lot, yeah, fun. Yeah. a lot to work with. He's the man. Too. So being exposed to so many kinds of music, how did you, how did you land in the jazz genre as a genre that you really wanted to explore?
1: I've gotten to jazz from a young age. I remember my dad oh <laughs> i start, first started playing piano we got this old upright piano that uh-huh. was like out of tune and had broken keys on it and he was holding it my dad held it for a friend that was getting back on their feet because they were just gonna throw the piano on the street at the okay. time so my dad was like come get this piano as soon as you get like your feet. i don't want this down here <laughs> take out the whole living room <laughs> <And> I, I, <laughs> so i was playing on it. it was probably 10 something like that i don't remember and my dad came downstairs and heard me trying to pick out i think it was moonlight sonata he says because i heard it on the tv and he was like let me show you how to do that he puts his hands up and tries to play it and um i don't know he didn't play it correct but close enough and so i played it back real quick and he was like that ain't normal you want to get piano lessons baby girl
3: <laughs>
1: and i was like sure so he gets me um he calls up his buddy uh, reggie wooten to, okay. you know victor wooten you know wooten brothers yeah so victor plays at bell flat and stuff and yeah. joe Wooden plays with the steve miller Band. they're amazing so they all live in nashville i believe for the most part and yeah and reggie at the time just was busy he's i don't have time to i took another student but my dad begged and begged finally i got a lesson with him and first thing he showed me was a song you know soul train uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so i came home and played that for my dad he just fell over laughing and it, he's like, okay let's go to the next lesson so then I started playing some jazz chords and stuff chords and changes. And I, that's where I fell in love with jazz. I was like, what is this? He's like, that's jazz. Now, got your homework for you, you need to listen to some Art Tatum. Okay. And so I started listening to Art Tatum, and Oscar Peterson, and soon you know, I learned a piece by them. And then I got into classical Chopin and um, you know, Franz Liszt and Rachmaninoff. And now, you know, just kind of blended it in. So between Duke Ellington and all these influences and vocal stuff kind of created the artist I am today.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's amazing how that how that that influence of, of family and friends and people in the business how how much you pick up on those influences and how much those influences have yep. an impact on you. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's a great thing that they introduced you to all that music because that's a uh, you know, it's one of the things that I think has help people like me to be able to enjoy your music so much because you can feel those different influences in there, you know, and the mm, there's there's thank there's, you. There's there's great there's there's passion in your music, there's grace in your music, there's fun in your music. I saw you on David Sanborn Sanborn session and you guys yeah. did uh <laughs> Love Got in the Way. And you guys yes. looked like you were having just an absolute blast doing it.
1: Yes, yeah we sure were too. That was a great day.
0: Yeah, it looked like it was a great day. Well, let's listen to some more of your music. Let's, let's take a listen now to Devil May Care. This is Candace Springs.
2: Yeah. No cares for me. I'm happy as I can be. I've learned to love and to live. Devil May Care. Hmm. No cares and woes Whatever comes later goes That's how I take And I'll give devil me care When the day is through I suffer no regret I know that he who frets Loses the night For only a fool Thinks he can hold back the dawn. He who is wise Never tries to revise What's past and gone Live love to. Love counts tomorrow and may. Don't even stop for a sigh. It doesn't help if you cry. That's how I live and I'll die. Devil, make it. Devil, 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 make it. Devil, devil, make it. Me, I might be as I can be I've learned to love and to live Devil may care No cares and moors Whatever comes, later go. That's how i take and I'll give Devil may care When the day is through i suffer no regrets I know that you fit And hold back the tone. Who is wise never tries to revise what's past and gone. Leave love today, love comes tomorrow or may. Don't even stop for a sigh, it doesn't help if you cry. That's how I live and I die. Devil make it, Devil, Devil, Devil make it, Devil, Devil, Devil make it.
0: devil may care by candace springs another one off of the women who raised me project that candace has and so tell me where were you the first time you heard one of your songs on the radio do you remember that
1: (laughs) yeah i do i remember i was doing a gig in boston and carl my manager was picking me up from the hotel and we're getting ready to head over but he was rushing into the lobby before i even got off the elevator I could see him through the glass. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, what's he doing? I'm like, He's like, <laughs> get in the car quick. And now we start running and I hear them playing Forbidden Fruit on the radio, on wow. their station there. I was like, what? That's <laughs> like, It's cool. close enough to touch. Still a million miles away. I was like, what?
0: Wow. We, were doing,
1: we were bumping it too.
0: <laughs> I don't blame so, you.
1: <laughs> and I get, the host goes, and that was... Candace Springs. <laughs> oh, <woo! laughs> you hear that? You hear that? <laughs> We're talking in the cars
0: next to us. <laughs> Probably felt about 10 feet tall that day.
1: Uh-huh. We sure did. That's yeah. awesome.
0: That is awesome. <laughs> and then awesome. we
1: turned out the show too that night.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So being on the road and doing shows, even though COVID slowed it down a little bit, are there are there places that you just love to visit?
1: Yeah. My well, favorite to visit is California. Okay. That's my place. I love California. But if you're talking like overseas, which we haven't gotten over there just yet, we're trying to work that out Uh with all the stuff complications. But um Scotland is one of my favorites. Oh, Um, really? Castles. It's so awesome.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: All the history there is just so fascinating. Yeah. And Uh, any,
0: any particular places in California that you love or just California in general?
1: Mm, Malibu, Malibu for me. Okay. Well, because I'm a car enthusiast. I was trying to rent yeah. some kind of car with a little handling ability and go up to the snake and stuff. For those of you that haven't been there, check out the snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome to drive. You see car commercials and stuff. I yeah. ran into um Jay Leno out there too.
0: Really? Wow, I bet <laughs> you guys had a lot to talk about. He's quite the car enthusiast. Yeah.
1: He had a McLaren parked out there, and I walked up to him. I said, "Is that does that have the carbon fiber body?" He goes, "This girl knows her stuff," and just uh-huh. shook my hand, and we hit it off. So. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. That's a unique thing. Have so have you that <laughs> that have you ever been starstruck? Have you ever had a situation where you met somebody and you were like, "Oh wow, that's so uh, awesome. yeah. yeah, 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 Prince, Prince. Prince. okay, okay, uh, yeah,
1: no doubt. Woo. I didn't know what to do." Uh-huh. So. But then we started getting more comfortable. I mean, my manager, who uh her name was Julie at the time, we were both there. And we, we were like, What do we do? <laughs> there so many stories, I can't even go. But it's so funny. After we did rehearsal, we didn't know like what he was like in person. And he was like, Let's go see a movie. Well, like, oh. oh, okay. So Prince rents out this movie theater that they also did a big mural in as a tribute for him since he passed. Okay. By the way, if you you can Google it and see it, it's beautiful. But um oh. he, would rent out this theater on a the regular. And I've been like three or four times there. He'd wow. <laughs> bring the whole band and kick everybody out. And it'd just be like a couple people running the, the theater.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really dope. That is. <laughs> so
1: we watched some movies. Yeah. Like Lucy, we saw some others, you know, ride along too.
0: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Experiences that I'm sure leave an indelible mark that you'll never forget. Yep. Yeah. So, so if I, if I put you on the spot and asked you what your three favorite albums of all time were, what would they be?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. I might say the name wrong, but I love um, what's it? The Duke Ellington by with the Elephants Gerald. Okay, what's that one called? The it's a stat.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the title, but I know which one you're talking about because someone else Duke had the Ellington. same answer.
1: Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites. I love Miseducation by Lauren yes. Hill. Yeah, that's such an a awesome great, one. such timeless. Yeah, and hmm. I don't know if they all have, like, titles, but I love the Luther album. It's
3: mm-hmm. like, you know, Luther's
1: greatest hits. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. But it keeps going on and in, in the Roberta albums, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just can't yeah. name them all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, if you're a music lover, that's a hard one to, to peg. But Ugh. I, you know, I you on know, my list me. There's there's always going to be a Stevie on my list somewhere. You know? <laughs> you
1: Come know? on, that's on mine too. So, and, and I, Earth, I Wind & Fire. Just, yes, oh, yes. greatest hits. And that's
0: Killing one of the me. things I like about you guys, you, your music too, is that like, I personally believe that the art of being a lyricist is a, has a, is a lost art to a degree, right? And whenever mm-hmm. there's musicians like you who take such care about the words that are used in a song, Mm -hmm. It really, it really, I don't know, it it helps to restore, you know, that, 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 I don't know, it's like good music is good, is poetry, right? It tells a good story, it leaves you wondering, asking some questions, thinking, right? And I think that's one of the things that I love about your music, too, is that clearly you guys are very good writers of music, you're a very good writer of music, you're, you're, the lyrics matter, and I think that that's something that's been a bit of a lost art these days.
1: I agree, man, you see it. It's like a lot has changed, mm-hmm. into, but I feel like a lot is making a turnaround too lately. It's a lot of stuff coming out, and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but thank you. I really, I really appreciate you saying that.
0: Yeah, well, and thank I, you. It, it's so true, and I and I, we hope it. I hope it continues to go on a lot in, in that same direction going forward, where other artists see the the importance and the value of of taking the time to to knit that story together and i think that's one of the things i really liked about the the songs you chose for the women who raised me too is that that's one of the things that all those songs have in common you know there's Mm -hmm. there's such a great story in each one of those songs you know yeah so that's awesome that's awesome well preach it one other thing one other thing i like to ask people is that if you can have a dinner party and you can invite any three people who's coming to your dinner party candace
1: oh no. oh man <laughs>
0: that's our thing we always sing
1: <laughs> I would say ooh, let's say Stevie
0: yeah that's a good one you better,
1: better just give him a couple of instruments while he's sitting there mm-hmm. so and then um <laughs> Day because she's very mysterious to me and I'd love to get in her face and be like tell me your story like tell me yeah. more about you your past is amazing and you know who's really cool just down home is Alicia Keys yeah really cool person I feel like yeah so that'd I just love fun party. She's always giving back. Yeah, yeah. that will be
0: really, really fun. And she gets she's real cool with Stevie. So see that. that that's a party where you'd have to have like you'd have to have a tape rolling because I would suspect that multiple times throughout that party, some song is going to break out and you might catch something uh-huh. really really cool. You know. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> oh, that's
1: fantastic.
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, sorry,
1: sorry.
3: The greens are just real good. <laughs> uh, so,
0: so what does the rest of 2021 and 2022 have in store for you? I know you're going to be out on the road some. Where else are you going to be going? We're excited about having you in Milwaukee October 9th at the Fresh Coast Jazz Festival Fall Affair in Brookfield, hey. Wisconsin. But where else are you going to be going 2021, 2022? So fans can, uh, can get, you, get you put on their calendars
1: we are it's just like all over the place we're going okay. to san antonio texas and we're going to jacksonville florida and then they're working on booking a whole european tour in may next year we'll see Great. just like depends on how everything pans out then and then a west coast tour again in february they're working on and it's just random so yeah. okay okay <laughs> yeah you never know like we don't even we don't even know and it comes up we're like okay cool there yeah. <laughs> we go
0: yeah yeah awesome mm-hmm. awesome i saw on youtube i saw you do a you you were doing a gig with a, an entire orchestra i don't remember the name oh of the yeah. orchestra what was i've
1: done a couple of those is okay. that the wdr yeah um, i think
0: it was i think it was a german yeah what, that was awesome what was that experience like working with that huge orchestra
1: Woo! it's just amazing really yeah. it's there's nothing quite like it. You got all these fantastic musicians behind you or surrounding you, wherever. And then a conductor in head is just, I can't really put in words what it feels like, but yeah. it's almost spiritual. It takes you into like uh-huh. another realm when you're in that moment, that the strings just carry you, your soul. And then the, your voice coming out ahead of all that. It's just like, what is happening? So it's, it was something I'll never forget. I can that Vince Mendoza, I believe was leading that one.
0: Uh-huh Uh
1: uh-huh yeah he's he's amazing
0: yeah yeah
1: it was really fun rehearsals are always really fun just kind of learn stuff and you you arrange and work with all these people working as one
0: yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah well candace we are so looking forward to what the future holds for you we are excited about having you again at the fresh coast jazz festival fall affair october 9th but even bigger than that really excited about where your career is going to go because I like I said earlier there's no doubt in my mind that you are going to be a superstar of the highest magnitude here and I'm happy well, thank to you to be able to say hey I was listening to Kansas Springs before some of you other people knew about Kansas Springs so I found, <laughs> although I know that I know I know the cat's out of the bag now for the most part but I, 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 oh, I bless I, you I think I think we're going to be uh be soon saying wow that's Candace Springs and you know, you're going to be right up there with the Sade's of the world because you make beautiful music.
1: That really means a lot. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Well, we appreciate your time being on the show today. We uh, wish you nothing but the best and we are looking forward to hearing more great music from you.
1: I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for taking the time and arranging all this like i'm looking forward to doing a show for you guys and uh you guys meeting the beautiful band we
0: we look forward to it as well can't wait so thanks again candace
1: all right have a good day all right
0: you too peace and love all right back at you thanks well that's our show for today everyone Please be sure to check out our website, freshcoastjazz.com and get your tickets for the Fresh Coast Jazz Festival Fall Affair October 9th, Saturday, October 9th at the Sharon Lynn Wilson Center in Brookfield, Wisconsin. It's going to be a great time featuring Candice Springs and Julian Vaughn, Greg Manning, and Paula Atherton. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.